It's time for Acting Childish with Christina Lundin. Okay, and we're live. Hi everyone, this is Christina, and uh, happy International Women's Day. Represent, we love our women. It's actually Women's Month, so we're going to be celebrating every day, and we should be celebrating all year round. I have one of my favorite women with me today and she's got our cute dog in the background and I am distracted because she's looking so cute it's like she's posing for us but I'm talking about Liz Zagoni hi Liz hi. <laughs> how are you I'm good how are you good good I'm excited to see you and talk to you it's been a while I know thanks for agreeing to do my silly stupid podcast <laughs> um Really, I only think my dad listens to it, so don't even, like, worry about, like, <laughs> anyone listening to this. Uh, but, so tell me a little bit about, like, where you grew up, where you're from, and your family. Um, my parents are both from Chicago, and I have an older sister. I'm in the middle, and then I have a little brother. My brother was, like, a year old, I think. We moved to the suburbs, Mount Prospect. Um... And I very much am a middle child and have middle child syndrome mm -hmm. and very shy as a kid. Like we'd go to like family parties and stuff. And I'd like, wouldn't like, wouldn't um, like leave my mom's side. And if I'd like get upset, everyone would be like, is it a too many people party? And I'd be like, yeah, like overwhelmed. Um, which is crazy. Cause now I love being the center of attention. So well, I've noticed like talking to a lot of other comedians, that's like very normal, like being kind of quiet and reserved. Mm -hmm. And then once you're like, you got like that confidence thing going on, it's like the opposite. Um, yeah, I'd like to think we're both like the life of the party. Like if mm -hmm. we were both at the same party, it would be so fun. <laughs> Soon enough. Eventually. <laughs> Can't wait to dance on tables with you, Liz. Um, mm -hmm. So you're the middle child, um, mm -hmm. and you, you feel like you are the middle, like you act like the middle child. Do you feel yeah. like you got less attention from your parents? Like, in what way did you feel like the middle child? Like, you're, like do you, uh -huh. did you like it? I mean, I definitely, like, milked it. Mm -hmm. Um truthfully my mom is always like I gave you the most attention out of all my kids like you had me like one-on-one -on -one time the most um but my sister is like very much like an overachiever like did very well in school she's a doctor now and I've always kind of been like like get in trouble like I'm like smart in school but like got in trouble for like underage drinking and like picked up by the cops which like she did too but it got like kind of they get away not with as it. much attention yeah. as I did. And yeah. I kind of like took it a step further and had to like, like would have to like go to like court for like a drinking ticket. And Isn't that annoying? There's always, oh. there are always those people who got away with everything. They're all, yeah. they're all firstborn. Well, I was, yeah. I was the firstborn. So I'm like one exception. I got in trouble a lot too, <laughs> but I feel like my parents like, really like loved me the most because I was their first you know mm -hmm. sorry not to brag um but <laughs> were you are you close with your siblings 
I am. I'm really close. My sister lives in California. My brother lives in one of the northwest suburbs. I forget. Kind of close to my parents' house. Okay. And he's like just like the sweetest kid. He's like 25 and engaged and just like is so wholesome and just very sweet. He's kind of like ignored, but like also like the good. Like he's like such a mama's boy. Um, like lived at home the longest and like definitely like reaped the benefits of that. Right. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of my brother. He's the youngest too, but he was very like didn't like cause a fuss. Was like always too well behaved. Like never got in trouble to the point where we were like, maybe you should go try something like <laughs> badass. You know, just test the waters. Um, yeah. Did you? Are you guys close in age? Um, we're all like. My sister's four years older than me. And my brother is like three years younger than me, three or four years. Okay, so not a huge gap. But um, <laughs> were you at in high school the same time your sister was too? Like, no. So my sister and I, I graduated eighth grade when she graduated high school, mm-hmm. and then my brother was a freshman when I was a senior. Gotcha. Okay, so you kind of, like, had your own, like, thing going on. Like, your friends weren't hanging out with, like, your sister's friends or things like that. Yeah, it was right. pretty separate. Okay. Um, so you seem pretty close with, like, your your college friends or your high school friends, right? My high school friends, yeah. Did you guys, uh, like, cause a lot of trouble in high school and, like, shenanigans? yeah. <laughs> I think, like, like a good amount for, like, growing up in, like, the northwest suburbs. Like, no one got in, like, real, real trouble. But, like, definitely, like, um, you know, drinking in the park with, like, older boys and, like, a cop walks up. And then, like, you know, you have to, like, call your parents or they call Mm. your parents. Or, like, there was a a New Year's Eve party I was at in my senior year of high school. And, like, the cops came, so everyone ran – and then I got caught because I, like, didn't run fast enough. And I <laughs> got picked up by the cops. And I actually had to call because, like, everyone I knew was at a New Year's Eve party. And I had to call my ex-boyfriend's mom to come pick me up. Are you serious? <laughs> I <laughs> She's love that. She's the biggest woman in the world. And I was like, hi, Mrs. Seymour. Um, I feel free to say no, but do you think you can come pick me up? And she was like, of course, Liz, where are you? And I was like, um, I don't know. Talk to the cops. And like, I was pretty drunk. So like, then she like brought me back to her house and yeah, I think, and, and like, there was like the times like we'd like have nothing to smoke out of, on like spring break. So someone like carved spring break, like, oh, wait, into an apple. And we were like mm-hmm. using it to smoke. And then like someone's mom found it in the closet. It's like, we got a whole week without, you know, getting caught for any of the stuff we were doing and then smoking weed out of an apple is like how we got caught like ridiculous um yeah I I feel like high school friends you like you have like the funniest memories of like getting busted by the cops and like thinking your life was over uh the new year's party is funny because everyone gets caught at a new year's party it's like so cliche Mm -hmm. and amazing um it's just Part of growing up, but I want to talk more about what you were like as a little Liz and mm-hmm. what, like, what did you get into? What were your favorite things to do? Um, tell me all about your, your young self. Okay. Um, I loved to draw, like I loved art. Um, I, what else? I 
my mom, <laughs> my mom didn't give me like a bedtime growing up. So I like the rest of my family would go to sleep and I would be like four or five years old, just like up and I would watch Bob Ross. We didn't have cable. So I'd watch like Bob mm-hmm. Ross on channel 11 or painting infomercials. <laughs> and I like loved it. And I like to this day, like I love to cook and I love to bake. And I would like, my mom was like, just don't turn on the oven. Uh, like, don't make a mess. Don't take anything out of like the freezer or whatever. Cause there was a time I, I took ice cream out of the freezer and I like set it on the counter and I made myself a bowl and I ate it. And then it had, the whole thing had melted and it dripped into my dad's briefcase that was sitting on the floor. Liz, how uh, could you? It's I know. Stuff in the briefcase. <laughs> so what I would do is when I, I'd like stay up late and I would bring all these like baking ingredients into the family room and like watch painting infomercials. And I would just like crack eggs and like mix like flour and sugar and like put them in like muffin tins and stuff. And I would put them in the oven knowing like, I was like, I can't turn it on. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to set the house on fire, but I would turn the oven light on like an easy bake (laughs) oven. And I was like, if I leave it for like till tomorrow, it'll definitely cook. And my mom would wake up and just find like, like, like meatloaf pans of like sugar and eggs and stuff. And she'd be like, Elizabeth, what is this? And I'd be like, I was making surprises. Oh my gosh. So to this day, my family would be like, oh, were you up making surprises last night? Well, I love that. But now they get to taste your delicious baking. Mm-hmm. Um, Like that's hilarious that that's how it started. Like you like actually like tried to cook and like, <laughs> I think that's a really sweet story. Um, but uh also like I'm glad you didn't burn the house down too like that would have been bad but no bedtime your mom must be the coolest (laughs) mom I was telling I was telling my boyfriend I was like oh yeah like my mom I never had a bedtime and he's like what and I told my mom I was like yeah he got a real kick out of that I didn't have a bedtime and she's like so he didn't, he had a bedtime. I was like, yeah, mom, everyone else had a bedtime except me. Like That's you're standard, the exception yeah. here. That's like parenting the first rule. Like get these kids to sleep, get them out of my face. I love you. Your parents just like go upstairs and like leave you downstairs to watch Bob Ross and God knows what. I mean, luckily you didn't have like any other channels, but. Yeah, no, they like, my parents were like, we're tired. We're going to bed. And I'd be like, okay, well, I'm not tired. And when I was in kindergarten, I was in like afternoon kindergarten. So I'd have to like get on the bus at like 1230 or something. Mm -hmm. And I remember like my mom would come in my room and be like, Elizabeth, you have to wake up. And I'd be like, it's so early. And it'd be like noon. (laughs) Are you (laughs) still? And she's like, well, then don't stay up so late. Well, are you still a night owl? Because I feel like I've been to some of your earlier yoga classes. Yeah, I feel like I was before COVID Mm -hmm. I could like go with limited sleep and like stay up really late especially like working in bars and stuff right Um, and then with COVID I go to bed at like 9 30 now it's kind of the best right I mean I climb in bed at 10 and I'm like this is so sad um but like I'm kind of obsessed with this lifestyle (laughs) so like when we go back to doing open mics and stuff I'm gonna need like caffeine to stay awake through all those mm-hmm. um I'm excited to listen to some bad stand-up too mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway yeah, as long as it's in person I'm excited to oh my gosh me too real people I hate looking at my computer it's like mm-hmm. I'd want to just be out uh but for now this <laughs> is 
<laughs> this is great. Um, so I told you to, oh, Tuna woke up. Shit, she's looking right at me. Um, are you have some stories for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do you want to share? Yeah. Okay. Um, hold on. <laughs> Something's going on. There is a distraction. Oh, no. We don't need distractions here. Tuna was very alert. Tuna's got her eye on something or someone. Yeah. Um, one of the things, so, like, my, you know, I, like, didn't have a close eye on me. Like, my parents were very good parents, but, like, I would see my dad. This is, like, one of those, like, yucky medical stories. It's, like, I would watch my dad uh, put Q-tips in his ear. And when I was, like three years old ish like he would like you know like put down the um the cotton on it and then he would stick it in his ear and I took two q-tips and I picked all the cotton off and I jammed two q-tips in my ear and I ruptured my eardrums oh my gosh that reminds me of that girl's scene when Lena Dunham puts a q-tip in her ear but Mm -hmm. but much worse ouch Mm -hmm. did you scream I honestly don't remember, like, I remember doing it. I was, like, in a doorway, like, of my house, uh-huh. but I, I, I don't remember, like, what happened after. How old were you? Like, three years old. Oh, yeah, that's so young. Oh. I know, but they grew back. I can hear. Okay, good. <laughs> good, Liz. Um, yeah, I, like, I feel like kids like to hurt themselves. So, like, kids are fearless, right? So, like, they'll mm-hmm. do, they'll, they don't know what that that's painful so that's how that's how we learn uh-huh. um, and anytime someone told me like not to do something that would hurt me I did it uh-huh. because that's what kid that's what kids do right yeah I'm not an expert but um, <laughs> any other crazy stories I know your your family owns a mask um mm. company that's like pretty big right yeah, it's like the biggest mask producers in the plug, U.S. You want to plug it on this podcast that's widely <laughs> circulated? Yeah, it's called Zagoni Studios. Love that. Um, and so, like, if you've seen the movie The Town with Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. like the nun masks that are in the movie, those are our masks. Oh, yeah, those um, are good. And I actually couldn't – I was – oh, here's a good, like, childhood thing. I was a very scared child, just, like – did not like couldn't go to like rainforest cafe because there was like too much going on I have a very real to this day a fear of taxidermy so when I was little that was like very traumatic like we'd go um fishing like with my dad and my uncle and my cousins and we'd go to my uncle's cabin that had deer heads on the wall and I we'd get there and I would just scream and cry and my dad would be like if you're if you're gonna be too scared of him you can't come and I'd be like no no no, I can handle it I can handle it and I would, like, mentally prepare for it, and any time I would see it, it, they just, like, terrified me to my soul. And I have so many stories of, like, going into a restaurant, and there's, like, a moose head behind the bar, and I'm, like, like I see it before anyone else does. It's, like, a sixth sense. Yeah. And I just, like, freak out. But my parents, they're, like, very understand. Like, my mom's the only person who can, like, walk into a place and be, like, there's a bear above the fireplace. Like, don't look over here. Um, because she knows so well, but right. we're, like... I'll go with my girlfriends and I'm like, this place seems like it would have deer heads. Can you check? And they'll be like, I don't see any. And I'm like, Ugh. and then I come face to face with a deer and I'm like, Ugh. oh gosh. Um, 
Well, definitely. And, like, my dad's, like, sat in the car with me while, like, everyone else was, like, in a restaurant eating because there was, like, a, like, tax, like, dead animals on the wall. Mm-hmm. And he knew I, like, wouldn't be able to, like, I was, I just, like, kept running out of it. Um, but the same thing with Halloween masks. I was scared of them until I was, like, maybe nine years old, even though my family made them. Just a very scared child. I mean, they look realistic. Like, they're they're actually yeah. scary. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They're not, like, plastic masks. They're, like, very nice, like, realistic. Good quality latex, yeah. Yeah. Lots of detail. Um, that's funny that you would be afraid. I mean, of course you would. Like, but you're over that now, right? I'm over the masks. I'm still... <laughs> it's so okay going yeah. to like bass pro shop or anything i mean i don't i'm not a huge fan of taxidermy i won't like not eat at a restaurant if there is taxidermy but like i'm not like oh i love your moose head it's, mm-hmm. it really adds a, a nice touch no but doesn't yeah, Kirk, kirkwood has those horns right they don't have an actual yeah the antlers are the fine antlers, it's, yeah. it's so weird because it's so specific like antlers don't bother me my grandma has like a cow skull that doesn't bother me my dad has a fish in the basement, like a big muskie, and, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If I see, like, a goose, like a stuffed goose or, like, a bird, it's okay. Right. But it's, like, straight mammals, like deer, moose, bears, goats, pigs. Pigs, yeah. Uh, oh, so sad. Who has a freaking pig, like, stuffed pig? Ew. Like a, like a, like a boar. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. But I remember being, like hiking somewhere I think we were in like Connecticut when I was little and we were like hiking and there was like a castle and in the castle there was like a deer head and there was a bearskin rug and I remember my dad had to pick me up and hold me and I just like covered my eyes the whole time it was so scary oh sounds traumatic the infatuation (laughs) should do a list of restaurants that you should avoid in Chicago uh they have lists for everything I mean, I used to be able to, like, name off a bunch. There's a place on uh, Old Monsignor Murphy's has a moose. Um, Frontier, Bangers mm-hmm. and Lace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, All of these are very, like, meat, like, butcher-type mm-hmm. places. Um, There's a place in Lincoln Park, like, Butcher and the Burger or Butcher. Oh, I know what it's you're like, talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, in the back room. It has a deer head. Uh there's sportsman's club oh yeah i like that place i feel yeah. like we miss bars so we're just talking about bars. <laughs> like, i love the, a good back room of a bar wills wills northwood i've oh. always wanted to do the mic there and I, there's no chance i can walk in there it's literally called like moose head mic or something <laughs> three <laughs> dead moose yeah, three yeah. dead moose not for liz that's that's a no for liz <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited to hear some of your new jokes on Wednesday. (laughs) If you want, you can practice them now. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's been great catching up, um, and learning what you were like as a kid. I'd love Uh to, I'd love to see a photo of you baking as a kid. Like, did your mom ever take a photo of you with, like, flour all over your face? (laughs) I don't think, I mean, no, she was asleep when I was baking. <laughs> oh, right. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll, I'll find a photo and show you. Love it. Um, well, it was so good seeing you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks and, for having me. Um, everyone, you can, you can find Liz Zagoni on all channels of social media, but I think my favorite 
is Twitter because Liz has got those fire tweets. Liz doesn't hold back, uh, which I admire because my parents both follow me on Twitter. And every time I tweet, I have to think, would I want my mom to see this? You know, I got to that point. Well, everything I post on social media, I'm like, what would I think if my mom saw it? And or my grandma, my grandma's on Facebook. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, if I post it on Facebook, what's my grandma going to think? But I got to the point where I get like, I'll think of a really funny tweet, like in my, I think it's really funny. Mm-hmm. And then I'll screenshot it and like, cause my parents aren't on Twitter at all. So I like put it in the family group chat and I'm like, do you guys like my tweet? <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I love getting the recognition from my parents liking my tweets, but I also want to tweet some really ratchet, gross things. You have to so, make up a fake. Uh, I know Twitter. A fake Twitter. I just want to hide tweets from my parents. Anyway, <laughs> I'll I'll contact Twitter about this request. But um, your handle is Liz underscore Zagoni, right? No, my Twitter is Jizz Zamboni. Oh, right, right. Of course it is. <laughs> you can follow Liz at Jizz. That's J I Z Z Z A M B O N I E. I don't know. <laughs> You and I, yeah. I'll put it in the um, I'll put it in the <laughs> description. I can't wait to write the description. Um, it's been a pleasure, and I'll see you soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ending ending the podcast now. This is how oh. I end podcasts. <laughs>